it just sounds so good, yo. It's so calm now, yo. You're listening to Realism Sports Talk with your host, Terrell Jenkins. Hey, thank you for your patience, first of all, first and foremost. But, you know, the producer, he's out here. I told you he's an octopus. He got, like, eight arms doing all kinds of different things. And it's so much better when we wait for him. Look how we look. Whether he's on the scene or off the scene, he's making us look extra clean. So thank y'all for watching on YouTube. Listen on Spotify. Check us out on Facebook page, at Realism Podcast on Twitter. Realism Sports Talk on TikTok. Episode 171. Thank you to the patrons. Thank y'all for the support. They're about to come, right? Oh, sorry. Right, sorry. right, sorry. right. There. Thank y'all for supporting the show. I appreciate it. We also are starting some things for sponsors. If you want to sponsor a show for the entire week, let me know. We put you up there. We put your your um your mentions on there. Hit me up. We can do whatever you want to do. Your your logos, anything you want. Um, loving my commanders, love for the black mamba, and all the love right there for my mama. Because on Realism Sports Talk, we talk about sports from Hall of Famers. To the local talent. To the big time storylines. And a big time storyline right now. Because I have a special, special guest in the house right now. All the way in California. All the way in California. Dr. Dre and Tupac. California. I love it, baby. I love it. Yo, he's the host of Fat Boy Fade Away podcast with my man Darren. Host of TNB, a Niners podcast. With Brian, who I was happy to do a show with also. Thank you for letting me be on there. And host of Facing the Giants podcast. And the San Francisco Giants ain't doing really good. So, I don't know how much talking he's going to do about that. But, all of these channels are on the Variety Sports Network on YouTube. So, go subscribe to all of them. Great intel. Great insight. Quality people. Mr. Tyler McGurk. Welcome to Realism Sports Talk, baby. How you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. I'm super excited. Um, Terrell, I've been, I've been geeking out to joining you for about a since you asked me to be on. I'm excited. Go to Variety Sports. Check out those shows. Uh, I'm just excited. Uh, the Warriors got down a one, but it's good. I'm not worried. We'll fight back. And it's what it is. Uh, but thanks for having me on, Terrell. Hey, the pleasure is all ours, because I'm the host of the most, and I win every debate, Tyler, and it ain't even close. But behind the scenes, I got Jared, the producer, whether he's on the scene or off the scene, he's keeping us looking extra clean. But look, man, I'm going to tell you what, Tyler, you're great. Your co-host, Darren, on Fat Boy Fade Away podcast, quality people. I love meeting quality people. It's a blessing to meet both of y'all. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful to have you on, baby. Because tonight we are talking ins and outs of the NBA playoffs, featuring my Lakers, as you see, you know what I'm saying, my Lakers, facing, uh, we'll facing your Warriors, you know what I mean, we'll get to that, and then the NFC West, your team, is the 49ers, which I can't hate on, Yes, sir. and my adopted team was the Cardinals, but I already put my adoption papers back in the mail and sent them packing, so the <laughs> NFC West, we're going to talk about that from the draft, from the news, and then projections that we think might happen according to the year. You ready to get into it, Tyler? Oh, I'm ready. I am ready. I can't wait to talk this kind of hey, this, I can't yo. wait to talk NBA playoff. Yes, Before we start, though, as a Commanders fan, Terrell, 
How you? Have, I know you are in a fantasy football league with George T. How you? Have, like you? I've seen the jerseys up there. You got. You got like. I got him, baby. I got him. Jerseys up there. How's George T. A Cowboys, your most prominent like picture up there. Well, I'm gonna be honest with you because he's the only one that's ever talked to me. <laughs> he gave me his per- he gave me his personal it. phone number. I mean, you give me your personal phone number and you write a letter to me and all that. I'm gonna show you some love, baby. I'm gonna show you some love. That's and I represented um, different causes that he has and different kind of things that he does for his university. He's got every autograph card that he had over here. I support him. He supported me. Um, he actually coached my son with this jersey right here at the blue-gray game in Dallas, Texas, where my son scored a touchdown in Dallas Cowboys Stadium. Yes, yes, yes. So it was wonderful. So I, sh- I have a lot of appreciation for Mr. George T. Mr. George T. And with the, with the podcast, I mean, he's in my fantasy football league. How many people can say that? You know what I mean? No, I, I – after I hear all that, it's a it's you scratch my back, I scratch your back. Exactly. I get it hundred percent. I exactly. love it. I play? just was wondering how like a cowboy as a Niner fan, my biggest memory of George Teague is him hitting Tito on that spot. Like, I get it. And I, 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 I was I respected him as a Niner fan. I was like, finally someone should have done that. Like how'd they get to let him get away with it once? Exactly, exactly right. And he's got two out of the possible what, three to five best college football plays. Ever in college football, you know what I mean. So I mean, he's a prominent guy. You know, I'm happy to say that I can I can hit him up for a minute. You know what I mean. But anyway, it's not about me, That's baby. Really cool. It's not about me. It's about you being here. It's about who's that? Is that who's that? Let's go. I appreciate that. Two of the best in the bit. Is that my boy Darren? I believe so. My man Darren. I tell you what, Darren. I love some Darren. Love some Darren. But anyway, Darren, we got. Your other side over here. Let's see if he can live up to the hype that you lived up to. So, the first game, or the second game we just saw right now is game two, Boston and Philly. And I won mad money on this game, Tyler, because I said Boston will destroy them. I said, we'll start off close. They're going to win. Because I feel like it was just set up like, okay, Embiid wins the MVP. Then he comes back. They won without Harden and, and whatever. What did you think was going to happen in game two? We'll go back to game one, but what did you think was going to happen in game two? I mean, it's easy to say 2020 vision looking back up, but I'm with you. I was like, why is Embiid playing in this game to start off? Like, you already got found money in game one, winning on the road. You got home court advantage. Why are you bringing a guy off injury who's injury prone? It didn't make sense to me why he was coming back. James Harden wasn't going to score 45 and go lights out like the Houston James Harden. He hasn't done it all year. Yeah, he's still a good player, but he went 2 of 14, 0 for 6. I, it's Doc Rivers. I don't trust Glenn Rivers. I'm going to call him because he ain't the Doc of anything unless he's Bugs Bunny. I, I just didn't get it. I, I did get it. I thought the Celtics would win. Jalen Brown played out of his mind in the short minutes he played. Congrats with Bell. I think, still think it'll be a tough series. I just didn't understand that. Bring it back to Joel Embiid in game two on the road after he already won one at home. I am 100% with you. 110%. I think him winning the MVP and him not playing, he felt like he had to do it. You ain't got nothing to prove, dude. We know that you get hurt all the time. We know that you get hurt all the time. You already won one just like you said. You've already done what you need to do. You won one on the road. If you need more rest, go ahead and take those three days, four days rest. Get yourself together. You know, I'm I'm 100% with you. Um, 
I did see Boston do some things. Malcolm Brogdon finally showed up, repping VA, University of Virginia. But um, I'm still a little worried about them going forward. And we know this is a blowout. So let's go back to game one. Let's go back to game one then. So my big worry about the Celtics, who I picked to go to the finals, is it seems like they never can put away people. You remember the old video game Street Fighter? When you're about to beat them up and you kill them and they're like, finish him. It feels like Boston don't have somebody to finish them. They'll be up by all these points and never. What do you think about them blowing leads against the Hawks and then blowing game one the way they did? What do you think about that? I mean, you can go back to the NBA Finals last year. They were up 2-1 against the Warriors going back home, or having a game four at home. I believe it was at home. And blowing that series. I, I feel like the Tatum-Brown dynamic don't really beat off each other correctly. I They're both great players. I don't even... Sometimes I think Jalen Brown's the better player because of his defensive ability. But the way Tatum could score in spurts is ridiculous. It's, but they don't feed off each other. It's not like the Clay-Steph dynamic. I'll get into Clay more and how much I appreciate what Clay does when we get into that. But it's not the same dynamic. Like, they kind of, like, play this, like, one-on-one off, like... Yes. Individual basketball, it isn't the same thing. And I like I don't think you split them up because you can't really – you're not going to get a better team if you do. You're going to get draft picks. You don't know what those turn into. You're going to get late picks. So, like, but I just don't know if it's the same dynamic. I don't know if it's a championship team, especially with, like, your third best player is Marcus Smart. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. They're the best team in the East with the Bucks out. They fell apart. Jimmy Butler spraining his ankle is a real cause for concern in the whole East. But, yeah, I don't know where the Celtics go from there. No. I, I mean, I think they get through. That'll be an interesting series. Uh, yo, Tyler, you, we, we're thinking the same. You know, we're on the same page right now, baby. We're, we're, we're vibing, baby. We're vibing because I wrote down the same thing. I said, you know what? I'm looking at it like they're not playing team ball. It's like, okay, it's your turn. Now it's your turn. Now it's your turn. Now it's your turn. Last year it worked because you had the defensive player of the year and Marcus Smart, who I think is not the same player. And their defense is dramatically worse than it was last year, which gave you open looks and open fast breaks and everything else. Now you have to work harder for it, which means you're thinking about it more, which means is it my time or is it your turn? My turn, your turn. I think it's just like KD and Kyrie was. KD's the better player. I think Tatum's the better, better player. But I think Kyrie was the alpha. I think Jalen Brown is the alpha of the team. And I think when the closing time comes, they need to just go ahead and let it go and say, it's it's Brown time to be the closer. And I don't know if Tatum can do that. I don't you really nailed, know if Tatum you, can do that. You, you nailed that. Brown and Kyrie don't care what people think of them. Yeah. Where Tatum and KD have this like, well, I want everybody to love me. Yes. Like, they're, they're very sensitive. They want people to like, oh, you're the, you're, you're the best. I, I agree wholeheartedly with what – that sums it up perfectly. The reason I have – I don't know if we're even this far into this series. The reason I have the Celtics beating the uh, Sixers in this series is somehow Al Horford turns back the clock and, years and plays like some player I can't even think of. Some call, he, he, he hits these corner threes. He has these blocks that are like 12 feet above the rim or two feet above the rim, 12 feet. It, he plays out of his mind. I don't get it, but – it's a great series. Yo, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. What Special shout out to Rick. I see you out there, Rick. Yo, Rick is like this tall, 
But this guy played baseball, wrestling. He did all kinds of things. He's my father-in-law. Appreciate everything you do, Rick. You know what I'm saying? I want to get with the Campbell University stuff. You got to let me know. But anyway, I see what what, what did he say? What did Derek say? Totally agree about Marcus Smart. Definitely lost a step. Yes, Darren. You're absolutely right. You're not right about the Tennessee running backs. Well, I'll get to you privately about that. But anyway, yeah, man. One thing about Marcus Smart before we leave that side. Okay. Can he cut that green hair off? It don't work. He's done it for a year and a half. No one wants to see his green leprechaun hair. It, cut it, please. Hey, because, see, I the thing about it is, Tyler, is when you start losing steps, when you start not being the same person, you want to distract people and say, look at my hair. Don't look at me getting beat for 30 points out here or getting in trouble. You know what I mean? You're trying to deflect some stuff going on. You know what I mean? I don't know. But, like, you brought up Harden. You brought up Harden doing what he did, and I said that was just one of these things that just happened. I mean, he tied his career high in game one. They shot a lot of threes. And what I try to tell people about this game today, I said Philadelphia will get smashed because they feel like they owe something to Embiid to give them the ball. You're getting out of your rhythm. You're getting out of the things that you do best. And it's going to take the ball out of the three-point shooter's hands. Maxie didn't look the same. Harden didn't look the same. Everybody just looked kind of like, okay, we, we, we should give it to the MVP because he just won the award. I just feel like that's some, that plays something to it. And to your credit, you said MB should not have played. I totally agree. He should have rested. And you might be up 2 nothing. Who knows? Yeah, I agree about that. The thing about Jalen Brown, like I brought up Jalen Brown being as good, maybe even better in some because of the defense. He picked up James Harden for 90 feet tonight, and it definitely made a, a difference in the way he shot the ball. You, if you're working to get up, I don't like you play ball. I'm, I'm assuming it, if you have to work to even get past half court, it takes a lot out of you, and your legs are gone by the time you even take a shot. And it just seemed that's the way it was for James Harden tonight. You're right. And see, here in Virginia, um, Richmond, where I'm from, VCU, I don't know if you college of VCU, Not they play havoc defense. Full court. That's the same kind of thing. That's going to wear you out, especially when you're not as talented as other people. You do things like that, it's crazy. So I agree totally with that. So going forward with it, do you think the coaching had something to do with game one with the Celtics? Is Am I giving Doc Rivers too much credit for game one? Or is Doc Rivers what I thought he was as overrated? What do you think about the coaching for both sides? I think you're, I think you're both on right both sides. I think he's, he, he deserves some credit. You win a playoff game, you can't take anything away from him. But Doc Rivers is not it. He won a championship with three great players, beat LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals. He, he beat Kobe and Powell in the Finals. He deserves credit he, for easy, that. Easy guy. Since he, then, easy. he's been trash, garbage. He's been garbage. He's been a terrible head, man, or head coach of a, or a coach of a basketball team, in my opinion. Doc, Doc, I, I can't believe I'm still calling him Doc. Glenn has been garbage. He's been as good as his son has been at NBA at playing in the NBA. That's how good Doc has been at play, at coaching basketball. He's been as good as his son. Yo, you know what? You know what, Tyler? Before we got on live, you were talking about you want me to give some personal information. You want me to give some stories? I'm gonna show you a story, son. I'm gonna show you a story. Since you want to talk oh, about you want to talk about you want to talk about that 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 what the big three did for the Celtics. This is a true story, okay? When when Kobe and the Lakers were playing Boston with the big three the first year, my daughter, my wife, and my, my wife was giving birth to my daughter. I am sitting here wearing mm-hmm. this jersey in the delivery room, Tyler. 
in the delivery room. I'm wearing this in the delivery room, pulling my daughter out, watching Kobe get destroyed in game six. So I hate Doc Rivers, okay? And I, I mean, I got some, the game they were up 18 in the first quarter. Yo, I hate them, but I'm so glad that we got them back. But that's another, another story for whatever. But yeah, so I feel you about the Doc Rivers thing. I feel you about Doc Rivers. I'm just worried that the Brown and Tatum thing will not get together. But in the other side, I don't have no faith in Doc Rivers or playoff James Harden or the health of Embiid. So if you had to pick one team to have more faith in to get to the distance, who is it? I mean, it's definitely the Celtics. You can't, you can't trust Embiid to stay healthy for this whole thing. can't trust Harden. We've seen him below lead. We've seen... Glenn Rivers, I'm sick of calling him. I'm not calling him that again. Glenn Rivers blow leads over and over again with the Clippers or the 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 Celtic or the Sixers, even when they were playing the Raptors. I yeah, I just definitely trust Don, or the Celtics. I I mean, we'll see what uh, the coach of the Celtics has. He has been good so far, but he hasn't really had a playoff run. He hasn't been given the opportunity, but. Through a series and a half, it's been up and down. You don't really know what you're going to get with something. So, like, I, I really think the Tatum-Brown thing, they have to figure something out. It doesn't seem to fit, but I think it could get them through to the, the next round. And then the Knicks, or Knicks and Heat, I don't know. It seems like an easy road to hoe for me. It just seems like whoever wins this series will find a way to get through to the NBA Finals as crazy as it seems. And that's what we think it's going to be. But we also thought Milwaukee's easy route was going to be there, too, and that didn't work out too well. But, I mean, you know what I'm saying? But I agree with you. I think whoever can persevere to get through this, I think will get to the finals. Uh, and the, the the whole the whole everything about Tatum and Brown and the legacy aspect for both teams is going to be huge in that regard. So we'll see what's going on with that. So going to the next one, Denver and Phoenix. Another team that I thought was going to the finals because of the the star power with KD joining the Suns. I hate it. I hated it so bad. But I've never been a fan of Denver either. I hate Denver. And I've told Darren about that on one of y'all's shows before. But now Denver's up 2 nothing. I was there. Denver's up 2 nothing, And I thought the scoring was going to be hard for Denver to keep up with. And I thought the Denver depth was going to be hard for, for the Suns. What is your first thought process about this series? Did you think it was going to go 2-0? Did you think it was going to end up like this so far? No, definitely not. I did not think it would be 2-0. I mean, I think Phoenix has attempted like 20 free throws in the two games. They attempted five in game two. Yes. I can assure you with Kevin Durant, shooting 10 of 27, 2 of 12, he's going to answer back. He's going to have one of his Kevin Durant efficient games. I fully expect... The Phoenix Suns to win Game Three, get thirty free throws. Some crazy about they're not letting this series get out of control. Aiden will look like a better player just because he's at home. The rest will make sure Jokic gets in foul trouble at some point. This series, I, I mean, Devin Booker can one two combo in my opinion in the NBA right now as far as talent. As far as what scoring? As as far as scoring. I mean, maybe LeBron is. Who else you got? Over? No. I mean, they're great. KD, KD, Dita. I mean, he didn't play good offense in Game Two, but I don't know. It's t- would you rather have just 
Jason Tatum or Devin Booker. I, this is like I was like I thought about this in my head. It's a real. It's a tough question. Come on, Tyler, man. If you if you know anything about me, my favorite player in the NBA is Jason Tatum because of the Kobe connection. But Devin Booker, Devin Booker, Devin Booker is called the Baby Mamba. So. I'm like this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I will. My 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 choice to pick would be Tatum because Devin Booker is one of the Kardashians or one of them. One of them, they are, they're the curses. If it ain't the Kardashians, the sister of the Kardashians, and they all curses. We know what happens when men go through them. It's like a black plague. So I'm gonna stick with. <laughs> I'm gonna stick with Tatum. The wall, uh, we can't get too far into that. I, you nailed it, though. You hey, guys. I'm thinking, baby, I'm thinking. I think, I think the Suns answer, I think the Suns answer back. I think they get a better whistle. I mean, five free throws for a Kevin Durant-led team, it doesn't, it's hard to imagine happening again. And they only lost by 10, and Kevin Durant went 10 of 27, and 2 of 12 from 3. But here's the thing, though, Tyler. Booker had a humongous night. Durant scored, did okay, whatever. They combined for 32 missed shots. Like you said, they missed 14 threes. Durant was two of two of 12 from threes. So here, I can go both sides of this. How long can they keep up with this, you know, running up and down the court with Denver as efficient as they are as a team in the depth, especially without Chris Paul, which we'll get to. And Kevin Durant, you can be the best player in the freaking NBA if you just want to have a... Uh, in you, and that's why LeBron gets so much hate because they don't have that uh, in them. You should be tearing up. You should not be relying on Booker to score forty something points, dude. You're Kevin Durant. Go score 40, 50 points, right? I saw. I, I don't know who to blame, whether it's Kevin Durant or Monty Williams. I saw whoever Braun. I don't even know the guy's first name. Some white six five, six four guy, Braun. Braun on the nugget. Oh, Braun! Braun's good! And they didn't give him the freaking touch. They didn't even give him a touch of the high book. There's no way this Braun character on the Nuggets has any chance against Kevin Durant guarding him. I, I don't get it. I if, if that's Kevin Durant not being like, give me the freaking ball, you idiot. I don't know. I'm not there. But he should be. And if it's not Monty Williams, say, give him the freaking ball with this guy when we get this switch. I don't know. I still think... They go back home. I think they handle business. I think they'll get a friendlier win. There's no way they're getting five free throws in a whole game. It's just not going to happen in Phoenix. They, the NBA, as much as I don't want to get into like, oh, things are rigged because I don't think that. <laughs> I do think things are it was skewed at times. I'm with you. I feel like anytime there's big time money involved in anything, you always have speculation about things. You know what I mean? But getting back to the Phoenix thing with the fouls. Look at their team. Booker's not attacking the hole. Kevin Durant's not attacking. And you got the maybe the third most pussiest center in the league in DeAndre Ayton, who ain't doing nothing. Joker's out here molesting them on the inside. He's molesting them on the inside doing all kinds of things. That's why they're not getting foul calls. And everywhere Kevin Durant's been, Oklahoma City, you're better than Russell Westbrook. But who was shooting the, shooting the game winning shot? Westbrook. Kevin Durant's not an alpha. You go to the Nets. You're not the alpha there. You're coming to Golden State. You're still not the alpha. You let Booker. He's not that guy to do it. That's why he has to join with super teams to try to win a rank. He's not that guy to do it. 
I'm not gonna let you disrespect Kevin then, but I'm not disrespecting. He was the best player on that roster. Oh, he I is. The game. He is. Was he was was he definitely helped playing with like this super ro- the greatest roster in NBA history? Absolutely, in my opinion, obviously. I think it's the greatest roster ever. Some, I think Jordan's the goat. It's not a question. And that's the second greatest team. Who's number two? Kevin Durant was the best player on those teams. What was that? Who did you say Jordan's the goat? And what else? I say Jordan's the goat. Who's two? That Who's two? Is the greatest roster of all time. What? Who's two of Jordan's the goat? I got LeBron too. I know that might hurt you. I know you hate LeBron. This month. This, I hate LeBron. This, this, I hate LeBron. It's hard. <laughs> Terrell, I, Terrell, I love you. I I hate LeBron. Oh, oh my he's God! A winner. He, everywhere he goes, he wins. I I mean, he does. He definitely manipulates situations. <laughs> he, 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 he ran. If you want this to be a LeBron hating thing, I'll be right there with you. I love hating LeBron, but I still think he's the second best player of all time. He has the most points ever. He's been to however many finals you can think of. It's hard to not put him at number two. You ready for me to talk? In my now? opinion, are you ready for me now? I'm ready. Yeah, I'm, hey, I, I hate LeBron. I'm gonna be. I'll, I'll hate on him with you. But no, you're not okay. with me. You're not with me. You ready for me now? Okay. <laughs> yep. LeBron James is the best basketball player ever. No, he's not. Hold on. Hold on. Which hold on. Hold on. He's the best okay, basketball player no, ever. Best basketball player ever. As far as if you had to create somebody on NBA 2K and create all these different things and whatever, you would create LeBron James. But he'll never be the greatest. He'll never be the top five greatest because he's a pussy and a punk and he has to have a superstar team everywhere he goes to try to win. That's the difference. That's the difference. But anyway, we're gonna get to LeBron James when we get to the word. See, producer, we ready for we ready for Lakers Warriors already. Look, we ready. Hold on. Look, look at LeBron. Look, look, Rick said LeBron is not. He's not the greatest. I don't want to be pigeonholed as LeBron is the best ever. I do not. LeBron Jordan. He handled Jordan. Jordan is three times better than anyone as far as like I'm concerned. You could put the difference between Jordan and LeBron is a top. 15th NBA history. If you want to put accolades like between the two, like, that's how good Jordan is. I'm don't never try to put in that territory. Don't try to cover it up now, man. I'm gonna come on all your all your different podcasts. I'm gonna show up on every one of your podcasts and say, "Hey, LeBron lover." Darren, Darren, comment how much I hate LeBron, please, please. Darren, back me up right now. I need it. Uh, is he close? He's not close. His, his, it, oh my! Uh, it don't matter if it's live. It's good. But anyway, look, see, this is what I'm talking about. I love getting off topic because we are gonna get back to that because I want to ask you some things about Le- things that LeBron said in the media. We gonna get back to that. But okay, so we uh, talked we about we talked about Denver. So here's my question for you: What does Denver? I mean, what does the Suns have to do? To make it competitive. You said game three, the whistles are going to go their way. You said that Kevin Durant's going to show up. Longevity-wise, to win the series, we don't. it says Chris Paul's going to be out game three, game four probably. What can the Suns do to actually win this series? 
they're not winning this series without Chris Paul being healthy. I mean, I ripped on Damian Lee when he was a warrior. Every time Kerr put him in the game, I still think it'll go back to two. But really? every time Damian Lee is terrible. Cameron Payne is a pain to watch. This series is over. It's going to go six. I think the Nuggets win it six. It's, it's, yeah, I, it's six. I, I, they're not going to win a road game. There's no chance. If you can only play four NBA players. Oh, really yours is late. a lot? Is he good? Like, Koki's not even an NBA player. And he's starting and they have no bench. They don't have a chance. Hold on, what do you say about That's Kobe? Hold on, what do you say about Kobe? A Kobe, a Kobe, not Kobe. Oh, I think they say something about Kobe. I was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I agree with you. I, I I think it might even go five. I'm worried about the the stability of the Suns and the stamina and everything else. And speaking of stamina, yeah, right. Miami, New York. Now it's tied 1-1. We saw Miami go into New York. Everybody's out there. Stephen A. Smith's going crazy. Carmelo's in the crowd. We got everybody going crazy talking about New York, and they lose game one without Hemi Butler. Without Hemi Butler, they lose. You know what I'm saying? Miami's got four undrafted players on their team. I know they won game one. Game two, they almost should have won two. What was your thought process about game two? I love the he gave them a great, chance, a great run. I he froze over there. I just... Yeah. I, I, without Jimmy Butler, if he's not playing, this team is made up of players past their prime, except for Bam, I guess, is one guy in his prime. And the rest are like undrafted, play, like Max Cruz and Duncan Robinson, you're still running out there. Like, that was, I thought that was like a wasted contract you already gave up on. I just don't see how, without Jimmy Butler, the series is over. If he comes back, I like the Heat better than the Knicks if he's fully healthy. Because I'm not a big Julius Randle guy. I, really, I think the Knicks are better without Julius Randle. Jalen Brunson's a beast. I, I think the Knicks win this series. And I gave Darren a lot of shit when he said, oh, I think the Knicks can make the Eastern Conference Finals before this playoff started. I was like, you must have been drunk when you made this. But <laughs> I've been wrong. I'm more than willing to have been wrong. Is it's, he still alive? I think the Knicks okay. are in the Eastern Conference Finals. Hold on. Darren told you the Knicks were going to the Eastern Conference Finals? He said on my show that Philadelphia was going. He said a long shot. He said my long shot is the Knicks going to be the conference Oh, okay, okay. I, I was about know. to say. I, I was about to say he's out here flip flopping. He's flip flopping. So, so just looking at the series, you talk about Jimmy Butler and, and the health of him. I have never been a Julius Randle fan. One of the co-hosts on Raw, my boy Brandon, who's the goat of the show, he loves Julius Randle. I just, I just can't see him being a number one or a number two on a championship team. Brunson, who I've dogged for so long, I'll give some love too, but I think at the end of the day, he can't be a one or a two for a championship team either. I think the Heat culture is putting him there, and I think the NBA is setting it, setting them up for, for some love because. They don't play game three until Saturday. <laughs> they don't play game three until Saturday in South Beach. For sure. Jimmy Butler's going to be, he's going to be feeling all right by game three. I just feel like things are set up for the Heat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like in game two, the Heat should have won because we all saw that shot by Brunson shooting the three. And then it was a foul with the big man running. Up. They were like, oh, it was a foul while he was in. 
He wasn't in shooting motion. <laughs> he wasn't even touching the ball yet. So those kind of plays changes everything. I think the culture of the Heat and the stability of the coaching staff and the front office is going to prevail. And I think the Heat are going to pull it off, and I can't believe I'm saying that. But I really think that they're going to win as long as Jimmy Butler can play. What do you think? You think so? I'm with you. Hey, guys, you brought up that foul call. Like, eight years or ten years ago, five years ago, I don't know when it happened. There was like, the oh, it's the NBA. You get continuation. And then they did a good job of outlawing it. And then all of a sudden, like, certain players get this extra where they'll be like, oh, nope, his shot was longer. I don't know what their explanation is. They don't explain it, but certain guys get that little, like, and it doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, I why Jalen Brunson, what's his accomplishment? Like, one all-star? Maybe none at this point, now that I'm thinking about it. Why is he getting this, like, little extra? Madison Square Garden, New York. That's what it was. I don't know. They want. They don't want it to be 0-2. They don't want it to be 0-2. That ain't no money in that. Right. <laughs> that ain't no money in that. <laughs> not not saying it's fixed or nothing, but ain't no money in that. Yeah. <laughs> ain't no money in that. So here we go, producer. You ready, producer? Sure. Because it can get kind of crazy right now. Yep. So the next Uh-oh. game, my Lakers, my Lakers, and I hate LeBron. So I know he's a LeBron lover. I know that. And I got a, I got a meme. I'm going to I'm gonna send him a meme after the show with LeBron and Steph kissing. I'm sending it straight to you, Tyler, as soon as this is over. But (laughs) Lakers, Warriors, Lakers win game one. And watching the game, honestly, I was waiting for the Lakers to mess up. And and they were up by a lot. And Golden State would come back shooting threes, doing all these things. What was your initial thought on the game, Tyler? And then I want you to tell me what you thought about Poole's Last shot at the end of the game. My initial thoughts on the game, it didn't surprise me how it played out. The Warriors were on one game rest. They had all this like high intensity game seven. Had to come down. Had to get back up. Yep. They got down. Anthony Davis played forty three minutes. LeBron played forty minutes. I dare you to play Anthony Davis forty three minutes and LeBron forty minutes again. They're both gonna get hurt at some point during this series. And someone will say, Oh, Draymond took a cheap shot, they'll find some slow mo pick. Slow-mo like <laughs> video where they touch him in their injured spot and say Draymond did it. That's just how it works as a Warriors fan, in my opinion. I it's gonna be a good series. If the, the Warriors will come back, they'll answer him game two. It's gonna the Warriors are a better team. I said it in my tweet. The Warriors are better than the Lakers at everything in basketball except drawing a whistle. And it's not like a hateful thing. The Lakers actually go to the hoop more. They do more trying to get whistles. I just think the Warriors are a better team. I think Clay, Draymond, and Steph, all three of them played below average. Clay probably played the best of the three. Steph had that moment, but yeah. Clay was plus one. Clay's defense is returning. The form before his injury. Not as good, but it's better than it was before. Like, last year and during the regular season, it was non-existent. It was like Jordan Poole-esque, which we'll get to Jordan Poole. We'll get to Jordan Poole right now. The three-point shot. Get to the three-point line. Hustle your ass in three-point line. He, he trailed behind waiting for a 30-footer. Like, he, he, if you replay the video, he's behind the play the whole time. We have eight... We have, 15 seconds, hustle your ass through the three-point line, take the shot, not from 30 feet away, and then his defense, you can't even play man-to-man defense when he's on the floor. He's that bad of a defender. He's the worst defender in 
I've ever seen on a Warriors team that gets any rotation to win it. And, like, Kerr holds most bad defensive players accountable, which I respect from Steve Kerr. He doesn't do it with Poole. I don't get why, but it is what it is. I, I hate Jordan Poole. I'm not a big Jordan Poole fan. We need him to score points, but I hate Jordan Poole. I, there's nothing I like about him. He can get hot. He, he's a microwave. That's, like, what I think of him. He can cook food like a microwave. Can, he can play basketball as well as a microwave can cook food. It'll be hot for certain points, but it won't be good. Well, y'all just gave him a whole lot of money, so you better enjoy him for the years you got it. <laughs> he got knocked out ten minutes later. So here's my thing. Here's my thing, real he quick. He played well from the three point line. He, he said he played well. He played well. He's a front well. runner, Darren. He's a front runner. But here's the thing. Here's my thing, though. You talked about the free throw line and all that stuff. When I see somebody like. Looney, who Darren thinks should ha- he should have a statue outside of Golden State's arena. 20-plus rebounds again. Close. 20-plus rebounds again. And then AD has a 30-point game. 23 rebounds, 5 assists, 4 blocks. Where's everybody else trying to rebound the ball? Where's Wiggins at? Where's Draymond Green at? That's your job to do these things Hello? to help. Hey, I got to go to the restroom. Is that okay? 10 seconds. I don't see you anyway. You're frozen on my screen. That's okay. I see a big picture of me right here. So I'm going to talk to you, Darren, because you tr- <laughs> you try to say Jordan Poole had a good game. I love Darren, yo. We say watch the playoffs last year. I don't want to watch the playoffs last year. Hold on. Is he pissing? I can hear him pissing. I should have muted. Hold on. Did he, he just pee? I thought he was going to. Hold on. Did he just pee live? Or rel- this ain't even a raw show. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> This ain't even a raw show, and he's out here peeing. <laughs> Go fund me for Looney. Looney's making enough money. Y'all re-signed him. That's enough money. Darren, you got your co-host out here pissing live on the show. <laughs> I think Tyler's back now, right? No. He's still frozen on my screen? He's not back yet. I'll, I'll bring him back when he's back. <laughs> you ain't done pissing yet, bro? <laughs> You still ain't pit. I know it's a three-hour difference between Virginia and California, but damn, you still pissed. There he is. Speaking of getting pissed. First, can I get to Darren, Darren saying watch last play? He was good for the first two games when Steph was injured against Denver. And that's it. All right, there you go. Tyler, you were pissing on the show. We heard you peeing in the toilet. I was, I was doing it for the ratings. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so all my R. Kelly fans, I'm going to piss on you. Yeah. There was, there was no, no 16-year-old girl. I promise. All right, so look. I, I am, I, I'm I happy that the Lakers won. I'm very happy they won. But we can't count on Anthony Davis doing this again. And I was talking to Darren last night, and I said, yo, there was a point where in the beginning of the game where LeBron was out running everybody on the court. They cannot handle all that. They're too old to be running up and down these guys. Yeah, you won game one. I can see us losing in a later series, six, seven games, whatever it takes. Um, we just can't We can't handle all that running. We're too old. Anthony Davis, every time he just gets touched, I feel like he's going to break something. I'm worried about it. And I'm nervous about what your boy Draymond's going to do the next game. Because Draymond don't play. He's one of them kind of guys that does things. 
What's your expectations for Draymond Green next game? <laughs> well, he's coming out physical. He's not letting <laughs> Anthony Davis play 43 minutes. I can promise you that. I he said it. He's going to get touched up. He's going to get yeah. There's I no easy you. buckets for Anthony Davis next game. And I appreciate about that, Draymond. Exactly right. Exactly right. I totally agree with you. Totally agree. Um, but Golden State did make 15 more three-pointers than the Lakers. And but they almost got doubled inside the paint. Does that does that concern you a little bit that you're shooting that many more threes and making them and you still lose? I mean, it definitely concerned. We had less than 10 turnovers also. We had less than 10 turn. I don't think we've ever lost a game in the Kerr era where we've said we've made more than 10 three-pointers and had less than 10 turnovers in a game. I don't think it's ever happened. That's what I'm saying. Another thing that's never happened is you pissing in but front of no Darren's wife, Hannah. Did you see what Darren just said? <laughs> that's another thing that ain't never happened. Hannah, Hannah, you're the best. Shout out to Hannah. Shout out to Hannah, baby. Shout out to Hannah. Who Darren outkicked this coverage getting that one. Good job, Darren. Anyway, let's get back to it real quick. Let me ask you a question because there's a couple of little side notes with this series. Um, I think we both kind of feel like it could go the similar route with this series because of the the oldness of the Lakers. And Steph is just Steph, and he's carrying that team. And I feel like Wiggins, the more he plays, the more he's going to get back into what he was. He was the integral part last year for y'all winning the title. He was the guy that I said was the guy to make y'all win. But we'll get back to that. Um, do you think this is a rivalry between Steph and LeBron? That's all I keep hearing. Rivalry, uh, rivalry, rivalry. It, it's a definitely a one well, no, It's not a Laker Warrior rivalry. It's definitely a LeBron Steph rivalry. At least on Golden State side. Because we, I mean, it's, well, I can only speak for myself. I hate LeBron. I can't bring it up. Enough. Oh, now you hate I him? I hate him. I think. He said it. What was that? Now you hate him? I, <laughs> I told you. You know what? I don't like LeBron. I, I hate LeBron. Steph, if Steph gets more championships than LeBron in LeBron's prime, like, NBA play days, that's never happened to, like, a GOAT or someone people claim is a GOAT. No, you said he was a GOAT. I don't know. I never said he was a GOAT. I said Jordan had a resume that a top 50 player in NBA history is better than LeBron. It, it's just, it is what I think I, it's a rivalry for sure. They both have four championships. One gets to five. It's a clear-cut answer, in my opinion. Who's the better player? Really? It's going to be interesting. So you agree with Stephen A. Smith when he says if if Steph beats LeBron and wins a title, that he overtakes his spot on the Mount Rushmore? Is that what you're saying? That's what you're saying. I think he's definitely a more impactful player in the NBA history. What? Who's play? Who's changed the game like Curry? We have Trey. Who, who's there? Like LeBron is a physical specimen, like you said. You you build an NBA two K player like LeBron. You find Steph Curry out on the street every day, a six three oh guy who's gonna be a gutter. But there's nobody who's been in an NBA game, an NBA playoffs, affected it as much as him. As Durant helped him, as his rosters helped him. You could say the same thing about LeBron. He went he. If he stayed in Cleveland for his whole 
for his whole career. How many championships he got? He got one. How many championships LeBron got if he stayed in his whole career in Cleveland? Or if Ray Allen doesn't make Nobody's a shot for Miami. Cleveland to play with him. I mean, if Ray Allen doesn't make a shot for Miami, he don't get that either. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to talk about LeBron. No, you're the, you're the lover, not me. I don't want to talk to him. You know what I'm saying? You're the lover, not me. When Coach Pop doesn't put Tim Duncan in the lineup to rebound the ball. I mean, you, you, you kiss it all the boy, LeBron. LeBron. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Well, I'm a, but anyway, I don't know if it's a rivalry or not. But the thing that bothers me is, and when people say, because they do, they do in the same era. I understand that part of it. But if you're saying that LeBron's on the Mount Rushmore, and you say Steph Curry can take his spot by beating him, did y'all forget about the guy Kobe Bryant? Did y'all forget he's already got five? He's already got five. He's already got five. How are we putting Steph Curry above LeBron? Kobe Bryant. Really? R- right? Yo, if he tells me that Steph Curry's better than Kobe Bryant, Jared, I don't even know what I might say to this dude right now, yo. <laughs> Please don't tell me. Jared? Yo, Jared? Darren? Darren? Y'all better get your boy. Darren, get your boy, Darren. Bro, who, who played with Shaquille O'Neal? There's there, nobody, there's been no more dominant player than like, Corrupt, uh, get your look me in the eye. There's been no more dominant player in the NBA than Shaq. Is Kobe? I'm not. He's all time. Kobe's great. Kobe. Kobe. If Jordan never existed, maybe Kobe's the goat. To be honest, but we've already seen that picture be painted. I don't so what? Be cat. So what? When you're great, what? you make you make imitations of it. Imitation is the best no, 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 form no. of flattery. Hey, hey, hey. No, no. I've I seen AI create the Mona Lisa again, and I'm not like, with oh, who? I gotta go see that. What did, what did Alan Everson do? And I, I love Georgetown basketball. What was that? I said, I love Alan Everson and Georgetown basketball. That's my favorite team. Like, yours is Arizona. Big shout out to Justin Kyer yeah. from, from here in my area. Justin Kyer went to Arizona and played for your team. He played at Spotswood High School. Which is right down the street from where I live at. Justin Kyer, Arizona basketball. Check it out. Anyway, go ahead. I know. Great three point shooter. I, what, I, I just. Shaq, I mean, Kobe's great. I, don't get me wrong. He's Jordan. He, he's a little. You said Jordan was the best. Well, Jordan is the best. Well, if he's Jordan. Repainting of the, no, no, he's close. Nobody wants to see a repainting of the Mona Lisa and be like, oh, that's the same as the painter. I don't even know who painted. I'm not that, I'm not that, like, into painting. But I know the, like, what's the freaking girl who has the painting and Bean? Have you seen the movie Bean? I don't not know. Kobe Bean. Not, what did he say? I'm on. Look, he don't even know what the hell is going on. He didn't, he's talking about LeBron. I don't know what's going on over here. I love Tyler. Mona Lisa. Tyler. No, 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 no. <laughs> The Mona Lisa. No, Kobe Jordan's the Mona Lisa, the greatest painting ever. Nobody wants to see a reprint of the Mona Lisa. That's Kobe. Kobe. Kobe's a great reprint. He copied everything Jordan did, and he did it great. He was right there on par. But it's like reprint. Steph is his own thing. Nobody's seen anything like Steph. Nobody's seen someone you have to pick up from half court. That's why he's on the Mona Lisa. Is he a better basketball player? Maybe not. But he definitely. 
is something that you haven't seen before. He's something new. He's something original. I think originality has something to do with what goes on that moment. On that top four, the Mount Rushmore of NBA players. I'm with you, baby. I agree with a lot of things you say about Steph Curry because his dad, Dale Curry, played at Fort Defiance High School, which is in my area also where my son destroyed all kinds of people in that basketball court. But anyway, anyway, so I'm all about Steph Curry. I love the babyface assassin. I love I love his whole story. I love everything about him except for when Davidson beat Georgetown in the Sweet 16. That pissed me off. But I'm agreeing with you with that. Here's my here's my thing about it. We got to have a second episode, Jared. Because I, I knew me and Tyler was not going to do two. Tyler, you staying up a little bit, right? You good? Because we didn't even got to the NFC West yeah, yet. Good. Was that around the 32 also? I don't know if that is. I, listen, that, listen. That stop rubbing it in. Stop rubbing it in. But let's talk about it. You say, <laughs> you say, yeah, 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 Kobe did. Kobe gave credit to everybody, Darren. Anyway, Kobe did win three rings with Shaq. You're right. But was there another? Hey, can I see as a Laker fan about LeBron real quick? No, no. We're, no, we're going to get to LeBron. Hold on, we're going to get to him. I got a whole spot to talk about LeBron. Kobe won three championships with Shaq, right? Was there any other Hall of yeah. Famers on that team? I mean, Robert Ory. No, he's kidding. not a Hall of Famer, dude. Basketball reason, I don't think he's not a Hall of Famer. No, no you're right. Steph Curry won four, right? Two with two with who? Kevin Durant, Hall of Famer. Draymond Green, Hall of Famer. Klay Thompson, Hall of Famer. Right or wrong? Am I right or wrong? Right or wrong? You're right. I'm right. Y'all heard that Fat Boy Fade Away podcast. I'm right, baby. I love it. I love it. Tyler, I, Tyler, I love you, Tyler. I love you. I can't wait till we get to the football because you're going to really tear my ass up because I can't even battle with the 49ers. Anyway, anyway. So before, look, this is about to go off, Tyler, on Spotify. I got to reload to Spotify. Sure. This has been a wonderful show so far with you, man. We got to do this way more often. You need to get on a raw episode. You need to get on a raw episode where we really let it go. You know what I mean? Because you, you, yo, that's why I love you and Darren. I just go at my own pace. That's why I love you and Darren. Y'all, we be, yo, y'all be, y'all be ready to go at it. I love that junk. Y'all, y'all act like y'all don't got that little juice into. Y'all got that juice too. We can spot each other, baby. I love it. I love it. I love it. But when we come back, Relative Sports Talk One Seventy One Part Two. I want to finish with the Lakers, what LeBron says, some ignorant stuff, and what we thought was going to happen with the rest of the series, um, and then rumors about somebody joining the Warriors, and then we're going to get to the football. Is that good, Tyler? I'm ready, Thrill. Appreciate it. Everybody, episode 171, part one is about to end. We're coming right back with the great Tyler McGirt from Variety Sports Network. Three different channels. This guy's everywhere. I'm blessed to have him on here. We'll be right back. Relatives of Sports Talk 171 Part 2 with the producer. Keeping us extra clean, baby. All right, we'll be right back, fellas. <laughs>